0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Grand Drive, now presented by the Purple Circle Magazine. Good afternoon, Cole Reeves. Good afternoon. Now presented by the Purple Circle, huh? That is it. We're actually going to have a sponsor highlight towards the end of the show, so we can go into some information of the Purple Uh Circle and kind of get some more details, but man what what's some big news? I mean that kind of makes me feel like we're a big deal now, right? Some big news yeah uh man
1: I'm three eighty It's big news
0: <laughs> well, you know what if, I feel like you might have been uh twenty pounds heavier when we started I feel like the, I feel like the podcast is actually good for your life. It's making you more healthy.
1: your guess bathroom says I'm twenty pounds lighter <laughs>
0: <laughs> those scales are off <laughs> my skill my internal skill's not.
1: All right, well, it's been a week. Uh, last week we had to do a remote podcast because you were out there in, uh, what they say, God's country. It's because uh, they had a
0: raffle for it and God was the only one with a ticket. Yes, It. It. it if it was God's country, um, it was the part that was left out on Sunday. Oh, it's
1: bad. Oh, my goodness. Been but, been that way, been to Orla just once, and that was just, uh, that
0: was enough. But we're back, and today is... Nine twelve, and nine twelve. Yes. Uh, yesterday was nine eleven. Yes, that usually comes before the twelfth. So, I guess it was twenty two years ago. Twenty two years ago, I was a sophomore in high
1: school, I was sitting in my geometry class, didn't really do anything the rest of the day. I was, how old were you? What, what grade were you in in
0: twenty? I two thousand and one. I was, was twenty one years old, oh, Cole. I had just become, no, I wasn't quite 21. I was 20. That happened in September. I turned 21 in October. I was working for the United States Postal Service.
1: Hey, you were a mailman. I I delivered
0: the goods, son. Oh, Lord, I would have never imagined you as a mailman. Let me me tell you about this mail mail route. Um, So I hired on as a temp, right? We were having a good time. It was going good. I come in one day. I come in at like 5 o'clock and started putting up mail. And on this particular route, I think it was like Woodridge Drive, Woodridge Street, uh, Long Woodridge Road. I mean, it was just a cluster. So it I asked for help a couple times throughout the day because it was getting late and I still mm-hmm. hadn't got all the mail put up. And about 5.30 that afternoon, I finally got to leave in my little mail truck <clears throat> and go deliver mail. Well, as luck would have it, I'm a Sims. Uh I go to pull in my first neighborhood, and I had all my mail stacked in my in my mail truck, and I pulled in the first neighborhood, and it all fell in the gosh dang floor.
1: So hold on, you didn't start delivering mail till five thirty in the evening. I had asked for help. That must be why you all don't time. work for the postal no, service the, anymore. The,
0: no, the following the following the rest of that story um, is why I don't get to work at the mail service no more. So when it fell in the in the floor, I realized it took took me you know twelve hours to put this up. So. <laughs> As smart as I am, I had a great idea. Everybody got three pieces, except except the last one. They got everything left over. I mean, it, the door wouldn't hardly fit, but oh, we got that thing in there. Just start shoving mail.
1: In. We'll figure they'll put it on Facebook and figure out where it goes later. Yeah. So
0: so the bad thing about that was, you know, I'm a temp, so I'm a substitute for somebody. And uh, the the person I was substituting called me two days later, and they're like, what the hell happened? And where are you? I was like, look, I apologize, but... Uh, I'm not going to work at the mail service no more. But yeah, you know, 9 uh, 11, uh, some of the younger kids won't understand it, but most of the folks, mine in your age, we can still remember exactly where we were, what we were doing. You know, that's 100%. Just, that's just one of those cool I was uh,
1: 16 years old. I guess I was a junior in high school, not a sophomore. But I was 16 years old, and I was ready to fight. Back when I was wild and woolly, I was ready to fight. I didn't even know who did it. I just want to start fighting people.
0: Absolutely. And, and you know, it, it's crazy. I remember I was getting ready to go to to uh, the, the post office. I was getting dressed for work. <laughs> I, I still laugh at being a postman. Anyways, I was getting ready for work, and I was flipping through TV, and I seen a plane hit the building, and I was like, man, I don't ever remember seeing that movie. Like, that's that's got to be a new movie. Why would it be on at this time of the day? And watched it a little longer, and then realized it was – Real life, right? And then the second plane hit, and uh, it was a bad deal. We, I think, we took a couple of days off after that, or whatever. And <clears throat> man, what a, what a tragic scenario, right?
1: Yes, it was terrible. You know, but I mean, it brought our country together. It was a terrible, terrible way to have to bring our country together. But I don't think we've seen unity since then. So,
0: you know, I I heard I heard a deal the other day that. I would never, ever, ever wish for another 9-11, but God, I could really go for a 9-12. Yep. You know, the day after everybody was unified, it didn't matter who you were or what you did. Uh, Everybody let, you know, people go in traffic, and they were courteous, and, you know, for about six months there, that was back like like America should be, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I want to be walking out of a mosque
0: on 9-12, but other than that, (laughs) it was good. (laughs) And, uh... We are covered in insurance, but no, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it, it was, it was truly a patriotic time, you know, there, there was a lot of flags hanging in the yards, a lot of flags hanging off vehicles, uh, and, you know, the way things are today with everything being divided, it, it sure wouldn't hurt my feelings to, uh, get to a nine twelve. Absolutely. And, you know, nine eleven just kind of re- reminds me of just how shitty people can be sometimes.
1: Yeah, uh. I wouldn't really call those people. They don't deserve that word. Yeah. So uh, they're just savages. But I think we about got them whooped in submission, though. Yeah, we're, we're headed in the right direction. Yeah, I think we got them whooped in the submission.
0: <laughs> it took a long time and a lot of money, but but I think we're on the right road. Yeah. So, well, other than that, how's I, things, man? Things are going good. Um, still, cool, in, still cooling down this
1: week. I yeah. mean, it was nice. Not supposed to be over a hundred all week and it's just it's very freaking nice too. Yeah. And, I uh, like it. Picasso. Still ain't been bird hunting. Still hadn't been bird hunting. I hadn't been bird hunting either. I wouldn't worry We need about to go we need, we
0: need to go bird hunting. I like them little birds. Yeah,
1: I like them little birds. I've been accidentally accidentally spilled some millet out in the back of the pasture when I was feeding cows the other day, so just accident. Just accident. I talked to my, talked to a guy, I know he runs 600 foot of water hose to his stock tank so he could put some water in it for the birds. I said, is, is, the, is it really worth burning your whale up to put a little water in a pond for some birds? Hey, bird hunting's fun. He said, yeah, it ain't illegal to hunt them over
0: a water source. <laughs> and if it's the only water source. I guess. Then he's going to have some birds. Oh, God. Uh, with this cooler weather. You stocked up on medicine? These little pigs going to get sick? What oh, yeah. Think? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, we bought some different stuff to run through our medicator in case we kind of, you know, we've been running a preventative, and now we're going to run like a, let's get them better, you know, got to let's get them better type medicine, so. Explain your medicator to me. What? Uh, just some medicator from Hog Slat and uh, you can run uh, uh We've ran Floricon through it. Uh, I don't even know the name of the other stuff. It's something that uh, my buddy told me to get, but it's worked pretty good. But there recently we've run Floricon, and I just got Pulmatil just to run through it in case we get like a dirty, nasty cough or something. In medi- uh,
0: How does the medicator work?
1: Uh, Just runs through there, and it doses a bit like... I don't know, one, it, 1 to 128, and it
0: just doses the water. So when they drink the water, they get it all done. So it's hooked up to the water, and whenever they drink from it, I guess it just, <clears throat> they get it through the nipple. Mm-hmm. Pretty good deal. I might have to have to look at one of those myself. But anyways, a uh, positive quote for the day. I yes. found this randomly on the Internet. I'm tired too, but we got goals to achieve. Yep. Can't win nothing sitting on the butt on the couch, right? No, sir. Not at all. I can't. Kids can't. So we got to get up and get out. What do you think?
1: Got to do it. It's not going to do itself.
0: (laughs) I've heard that my whole (laughs) lie.
1: Yeah.
0: Ain't going to do itself, so. Uh, Well, moving in to the topic for this week. You want to present it?
1: Uh, yeah, because not sure. It's the it factor. What? So, Luke, what is the it factor? I've got my, like, slight maybe thoughts of the it factor. Just kind of a little bit, but let's hear the it factor.
0: So, coming up with titles that <clears throat> every week is... Pretty tough, right? Because you always got to stay stay relative for information that people want to hear and and that um, they want to share. So whenever I was thinking about the it factor, the it factor to me is something that just sets you apart in whatever you're doing from everybody else. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's just like a certain amount of confidence, uh, you know. I, I don't know if it's just swagger. I don't know if if it's a combination, but that that that's how we're gonna kinda lead into it. What what do you believe the it factor is?
1: The it factor. I give you the best example that I can think to give someone of the it factor. Coach Prime. He's he's, he's got the, the it he's factor. he's the it factor. I mean he could walk into press conference and say we hear and leave, and it would blow people's minds. I mean, that's basically what it does. I mean, it's the it factor. He is confident in his abilities. He's just that extra added pizzazz or oomph, or, you know, and I guess the it factor goes to like when you're, you know, when you're picking livestock, you want something that has that it factor, that wow factor. I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot of common people out there and just. Common isn't necessarily bad, but uh, common stuff doesn't normally win shows.
0: So you need something that has that
1: extra that it factor.
0: And and we're gonna get to that. As I got a couple bullet points here whenever we talk about the it factor. <clears throat> and and I think your example is absolutely spot on with with Coach Prime. there's just all the coaches across college football that have won tons and have resumes that that are unmatchable. But he comes in. The college don't have enough money to pay him, so they have to figure it out. And they're 2-0. I mean, 2-0. and o. He's got the it to change things. You know, whenever I was thinking about the it factor, uh, I kind of broke it down in different segments for us to talk about. And I don't know if this is exactly how, how it, it should go, but to me – Whenever we've been to some of the shows, you know, you can go to some jackpots and some some of the judges, I don't know if they're just super confident in their decisions and, you know, they might take a little longer and have to look at it a little more. And then some of the judges are, are standing in the pen and, and they know exactly what they want when, when the animal comes out. You, you've, you've done a fair share of judging. What Do you have days that you're not as confident in your decisions and some days, you know what, I I'm, no. I'm seeing these things good. hundred percent. When I go in there I'm I'm confident like
1: it's uh it's you know, I know what I want. I know what they got a book but it look like. And you're not always gonna find one like that, but when you do find the one, you know. So uh I was asked by my wife, Who in the hell is Coach Prime? Oh. Dion Sanders, baby. The man, the
0: coach. He come the from coach of the University of Colorado. Come from the Cowboys. Also, Colorado p- University Buffaloes. Come from the Cowboys. Also played for. Do
1: you remember the other team? He played for the Falcons and Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta Braves. He's the only person that's ever scored a touchdown and hit a home run in MLB and NFL in the same week. That's quite a, quite an accomplishment. Yes, that he, gives, it, that gives an He's an athlete. And he's very confident in himself, and that's good. So that's who Coach Prime is. Okay,
0: (laughs) for all you listeners, the young ones and the old ones that have forgotten, young ones and old ones, we are bringing it back. Dion is the man. Dion Dion Sanders.
1: Yeah. If I ever, uh, when his contract expires, I'm hiring him to be the hype man for Regent my Genetics. (laughs) I'm hiring him. I'm going to send him to a pig sale. We're on the pig stew, and he's just going to say, We're here. We're here.
0: Drop the mic and leave. <laughs> and, so. and money's just going to change, Ding Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> uh, Cole, the, the next bullet point here we're going to talk about, I want to talk about for a second when we talk about the it factor, is actually raising the animals. And, and I know I don't know much about raising animals because I don't raise the animals. I'm just trying to be around you as much as I can and try to learn where I can. But there's a beginning uh, scenario for raising animals when you're just getting into it, and you're just getting your stock bought. And then there's some guys that have been into it, or and gals that have been into it a long time. <clears throat> and then there's some that, you know, it seems like they have so many good ones. And and at what what point of of raising these animals do you go out to your barn and you're like, you know what, I've I, I've i pretty much got got it where I want it, and and the animals are looking like I want them. Like what? Where is that it factor? Whenever you're you're raising pigs, uh,
1: I don't know. I guess I haven't found it yet. I mean, I I feel like when when it's there, like you can walk in the barn and you can just be like, these are good pigs. They're not messed up. This is it. I mean, this thing, this is it. These are the ones. So when you feel confident that you've made the set or made the one or made you know pigs that are the best that you can make them and they've got some extras and still you know still good and functional
0: pigs that's kind of when it's the it and and y'all y'all go into you know your own barn and you look at a lot of different barns at at pigs and how they go and how people are raising them and does it seem like some breeders are just more confident in what they have and and like have you seen these things that. get priced? There's a lot of breeders <laughs> that are confident in what they have. Oh. A shitload
1: of them. They're very confident. They're, you know, they're Coach Prime confident
0: in Texas Tech quality, uh, you know. I, I knew somehow this week you was going to get a Tech plug in there. Uh, <laughs> I knew but, it was coming. I didn't know where it was going to fit in, but but I like it. What did, uh, what did some of the pigs go for down there in Comfort?
1: Oh, no, they were they were high, high.
0: Seventy, like, eighty. There's a couple over a hundred. Over a hundred.
1: There was some over. Uh, it was, I guess, three hundred forty thousand was a high one. Three
0: hundred forty thousand. Mm. Well, I'm gonna tell you right quick. Those folks don't sell crawfish for a living. Because <laughs> I thought I had the it factor in the crawfish, and we ain't buying three hundred forty thousand dollar pigs. So, how how do you get to the it, whenever you're a breeder, what I mean, you got to change your stock you're breeding sometimes. Do you have to have that one that sells for a hundred thousand, or what? I mean, how many banners do you have to hang? What What do you see as a breeder? What gives you the confidence to know that you know what I'm I'm hanging with these folks?
1: I uh, I guess when you win, when they start winning a little bit, you kind of feel like, hey, we can we can run with them, we can make it go. So,
0: yeah. So, and and I guess, I guess when, whenever you talk about the it factor, I guess to a point, it's the whole package, right? I mean, <clears throat> you got to be confident in, in your sows and the boars you go to and, and you know, your live quantity and how they're growing. I mean, it's just the whole process. Huh? Mm-hmm. You
1: know. I mean, I. I guess when I know, personally, is uh, I married a dream killer. Like she will flat tell me I'm stupid or something wrong with it. When she says, "Hey, these look good," or "This is it, you're there," I guess that's one I know. I can think they're good all I want. Other people can think they're good all I want. But the boss. But when Melissa says, you're there, then that's when I figure I found the it factor.
0: And, and this is something that that I've never really asked you or, or, or we've talked about. I've just kind of seen it. And, and, and I can see sometimes when, like at a major show, when one of y'all's pigs wins, you know, a, a breed or class or a or grand overall, like, y'all get excited. Like, I mean, that <clears> – <throat> Of course you would, but but what what is coming from a breeder that ha, has started and had to work and put the effort in and and see that that success grow and grow and grow? What what type of like just accomplishment is that for you?
1: I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, it just feels good, I guess. I mean, and I'm sure it's way everybody else feels when you see them go and and you kind of see them as babies and you think, hey, this is it, this is the one, and then they just kind of grow up and go on ahead and, and turn out like you want to
0: yeah because uh i know you got happy enough one time <clears throat> pull the old calf apart huh
1: <laughs> yeah i mean and i guess you feel like the money spent and the time spent and all that wasn't in vain i mean because it's a lot of time it's a lot of heartache and i guess blood sweat and tears to get them where you feel like they're right uh, a lot of trial and error i mean it doesn't happen overnight yeah. So
0: this year, this year alone, how how much time have y'all have you, and Melissa, put in and, and the family put into the pigs?
1: Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, mean it,
0: it's it's nonstop.
1: Yeah, I can't put hours into it. I mean, it's just,
0: I mean, I, I wouldn't even know where to start. But whenever you get to to one of them big shows, one of the majors, and one of your good pigs walk in there, and you're like, hell yeah. Well,
1: if they win, if they don't <laughs> win, I'm like, well, shit but you know yeah but when they hang the and banner still, it's all when, like yeah it. when when they do well and i think that's pretty well uh the way everybody feels uh across the board is they just they got it uh, they got it like under control you know i feel like they they're doing things right and you know when they win and have a little bit of success and it just makes everything kind of come together
0: and and i know that from what little bit i know about it and and have learned about it you can get these things as babies and you know, kind of look at them and think, man, that, that one's it. And then as, as you kind of go along, things change. You're like, ah, might not be as good as I once thought it was. Have you ever seen one have the it factor whenever you, you know, first seen it and, and it keep that it factor all the way to the banner?
1: Yeah. Uh, last year, we uh, raised the champion Poland Gill. It's really, it's two pigs, uh, really three, but one of them kind of had a little issue with the scales and we didn't get the we didn't get to follow him all the way to the banner thank you HL We love you bro uh <laughs> uh so we, we had to, we raised the champion Poland Guild to san Antonio champion Land Bear at San Antonio uh Poland Poland actually her mom ferreed in the sow lot like four or five days early uh it's crazy hectic I gathered up three or four of them was about all I could find alive because she, I mean, she was a gilt, like she was a year old mm-hmm. gilt litter. So uh, that's, you know, sometimes they're not as great moms, but especially when they fare on a lot for that first litter, sometimes you have some trouble. So gathered them up, ran them up there. We cleaned them off, uh, put her in the crate. Uh, I said, Melissa, and I was leaving the next day. Uh, I was going to Illinois and I was going to be on uh, for the, with the zoo and I was going to be on the road for probably three weeks. I said, Melissa. I don't care what you do do not let this one die <laughs> and no pressure the first night three of them died but not that one. Oh god she we threw that baby on like four or five different cells, and I, I i said she's melissa said i'm not gonna let this one die this is it and uh kind of saw it all the way through and I had a guy that told me, hey, you know, my daughter's senior, had one scholarship. They, they do a really, they've always done a really good job with everything they've done. He Say, hey, if you have the one, the, the one, let me know. Called him, said, hey, you still want a polling guild? I got the one. He said, yeah. Sent her to him. She's a knucklehead. Uh, I think they showed her, the jackpotted her one time. Uh, Hogue put her like fourth in class and told the girl, I said, young lady said, do not give up on this pig. This is an elite, an elite guilt. Uh, she's just a an knucklehead, and they didn't, and we I kept grinding, grinding, and got San Antonio, I looked at her, I said, man, she looks good, and, and it was weird, like, they had brought her up and put her in a holding pen behind the ring, and uh, and I didn't know that, because they were watching their friend in the Grand Chester drive, and I saw her standing over there, and I told Melissa, I said, Pff, I said, shit, I said, we can't beat that one, and then I turned around and they're walking over there getting ready to go. I'm like, oh shit, we're in a good spot. <laughs> that is the one. I said, shit, Melissa. <laughs> and then, uh, and then that we raised one last year. Uh, yeah, I mean that thing had. Uh, she was pretty, pretty ignorant, but like lavender. We sprayed a lot of lavender on them. We got something else we're gonna try this year, but, I mean, I bet like, in the holding pen before they went lavender, lavender, like a whole bottle of lavender. She brought one with her. They, they put her in the pen. She sprayed more lavender. That pig, that pig smelled very good when it come out of there. But, and the girl was tough. You know, I think a, a normal kid probably couldn't have got it done, but like she started giving her hell. I mean, this girl buried two fingers in that pig's nose, nostrils, like all the way to the knuckle and shoved her to the middle of the ring in the grand drive and got her ass shown. So, uh, that's another proof. That That's another thing, you know, that, that, that showman's got to have the int factor. So I guess in, in the other one, uh, Another one we raised was the champion land race there last year. And uh, that was a guilt that kind of I acquired on a partnership deal with Scott Smith. And uh, it's unfortunate that that one died way too young because it was, she's, uh, I almost cried. But anyway, that's another story. But like I, we would weaned those things. Uh, I guess sounds I like a late June born. So we would weaned them right before I left to go up north to work. And I came back and walked through there and said holy shit melissa where did this come from she said that's that lantern i thought it looked pretty good i said pretty good's my my ass i mean i said this thing is like, remarkable so uh you know and i i had people come through and they kind of that they're like well that's one i said no i said i you know i said i you know scott's got to get the first pick i said that's that's a deal made i said and i'm not you know if i said my word's not good on something like that then then I got nothing. I said, so I'm gonna make sure he gets first pick and and uh and I knew he was gonna pick it. I mean I mm-hmm. like I was like, Man, that'd be awesome if he doesn't find it. I said, but I don't know any way that he's <laughs> not gonna pick this one. I said, because this son of a bitch is good. Uh and uh he's like he picked it and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> I mean So and, and, and he sent position. and he sent out in a good family and that's kinda of like the two uh you know, I, I kinda yeah. You know that one was a little longer because i didn't i guess i was so busy i didn't really like pay attention to that one a lot on the south because like uh when they're on the sows i just I keep them alive i don't just sit there and study i mean i go yeah. through and make sure they're healthy nothing coughing we feed them, we go on i said i think sometimes i mean the less you handling things on the sows, the better off they are i mean i don't i mean they got four h and ffa kids to make them suckers gentle so they know so i don't i don't need to worry about that i mean but uh i I mean, once you get them waned in the crate, I mean, like I saw that one in the nursery, and I'm like, holy shit. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's kind of the it. I mean, you kind of know. I mean, uh, uh I, you know, and I've, I've had a few of them over the years that, that I thought, you know, were, were it. Uh, and, they, they you know, they always say, well, can't tell nothing on the south. 24 hours. I got a very strong feeling that the great ones, you know, like when they come out, but you know, they're just different. They just—they're built different. They look different. Uh, they carry themselves different. I mean, I've never had a—I've never had a pig that I raised that one that wasn't a little cocky in yeah. the crate or the nursery. Like, they just—it's like they know. Like, they know they're like—they're like, I look way better than y'all. Sorry, chicken bone some bitches. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like they know because, you know, they're the ones that just kind of bring themselves out to the front. And and it's, you know, and, and I guess, and I don't know if everybody's like that. And, and I mean, I know a few people said the same thing. I mean that, you know, when, when there's one that they know is the one, it, it's probably different in crossbreds because uh, everybody's got so many of them. But I mean, I know like in the pure deal, like I, when I see them, I mean, I, I can kind of know, Hey, this thing is, this is it. Yeah. So I've got a few that I kind of had that warm, fuzzy feeling about this year. So hopefully we'll, Hopefully, get along all right. So, I don't know.
0: And it's almost like, even for somebody like myself, you can walk around at one of these big shows or major shows, and like, and like you say, you can almost just see one that that that's got that it factor. It just looks a little bit different. It's just a little cleaner. Just a little stat. You know what I mean? Is that one of those deals? Like, do you ever walk around? I'm sure you do. This is a dumb question, but. When you walk around, I'm sure you're always looking and, and kind of watching. And I mean, how often do you come across one at one of these big shows that you're like, I don't know that pig, but damn, that one's good.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, and I'm not uh, like, I, I know when I'm beat. Like, I can, when they walk through the ring, like when they, like, you know, at Santone or whatever, when they go through the sift and they pin them there and, you know, you think you got a good one and then they start kicking some out and going through them again and like, <laughs> Just thought I had a good one, like we ain't getting around that one, yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, you can see them walking, and you know, they'll like maybe take one of the scales or something. And that's when you, you know, you see them like, well, it, it's over, like,
0: you ain't beating that one. <laughs> that, that red ribbon ain't too bad, anyways. <laughs> no, no, not behind some of them things, no, uh, you know. And 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 I'm sure the seeing one that goes from a baby all the way through it is way more rare, well, than just one kind of starting out mediocre and growing into that it factor. I mean, how often does that happen when you have one that, you know, starts out decent, but the the older it gets and the more close it gets to showtime, it just kind of turns into that it factor. I mean, that's probably would be most case scenario, right? Yeah. You just kind of got to nurse them along and feed them into what what they become.
1: But, you know, there's some that are just, you know, maybe – have the right pieces, but don't have that extra pizzazz as babies that really kind of turn it on there at the end. Uh, yeah. We fed a bunch of them too. So, uh, I mean, I guess I'm more uh, focused on the ones I know suck. That way I don't even have to clean up shavings after them.
0: <laughs> so. You know, and, and it's funny that you describe them like that, that they just kind of – even though they're an animal, they set their cells apart. I, I was very fortunate to go to a, a high school, went, went from elementary all the way through high school with, with a gentleman that turned out to, to be a, just an extreme athlete, spent 16, 17 years in, in major league and played ball. And, and that's how it was growing up. He he was always just like us, you know, friend-wise, but he was a little bit taller, a little bit stronger, way more athletic, and, and when he walked, he just had that, that it. You just knew it was different.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's the same with humans. The only difference in humans and animals is animals don't typically get caught playing dice behind a dumpster at <laughs> 3 in the morning or shooting in, up and with run, heroin. In a or, career. Yeah, or, or betting that they can throw a battery through a hole at 100 foot away. So I guess that's the only hmm. thing with animals. Uh, they don't generally self-sabotage themselves like people do because, I mean, I, I've known some pretty good athletes that, are now sitting on a street corner in a small town in Texas waiting on somebody to come by and offer them an NFL deal, and it ain't going to happen.
0: Yeah, and and and, it, and it's cool to see those ones that, that have that it factor that, that ride it all the way through. Yeah. You know, oh, like yeah. It, it's, oh, yeah. It's just a fun, fun trip, especially when you get to be a part of them. Mm-hmm. You know, or you hear hear about one, and then you finally see it, and you're like, you know what, that's that something bitch is good. You know, and and I guess we can kind of go – right into the next part i know you say you don't show animals and <clears throat> and, and you ain't big in that part and, and you always throw Ashland in and talk about it uh that you know there are no scenarios when we talk about showing the animals but but i think it's the same way with with a lot of oh, i say a lot with 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 a select group of of showmen show women show, you know some of these young uh men and women that show these animals you know there's a lot of people that show but there's some that you know, if you're a good showman, you probably got a pretty good pig, but some of those kids just have an it factor. I mean, yes. right? Like you've been to shows. You've judged a bunch of shows. What, 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 what is different between most of them and just one that, that's got that it?
1: I mean, there's just some that just don't. I mean, I guess the ones that. Do, do they do something different? or I, I think they just do it all right, and they don't. And I'm not saying, like, they do it all right. Like, they do it all in the right ways. Uh, I think, like, I think that some people try too hard. Yeah. You know, I I think some people just try too hard and they just mess this stuff up. But I think the great ones are just kind of walk in the ring no matter what they're driving. Pig, sheep, goat, cattle. Uh, You know, they just get them seen, you know. I mean. I guess that's the difference is you know you can you can showboat all you want, but if you're not showboating in the right places or the right areas, it doesn't matter.
0: You know, it's kind of like we'll make another football reference, but like Ocho Cinco and in <clears throat> Coach Prime, Ocho Cinco, good player, a lot of lot of lot of style points, but just don't have the foundation and the and the it that, yeah. that Prime does, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you just, you, just, I guess that's what separates the the great ones from the from the good ones.
0: Yeah. And, and, and to me, it kind of seems like, you know, with with us still being new to it, somewhat new to it, we're always trying to look at, at what those that have that it factor are doing. What, you know, do they, is their style a little bit different? Is what they're wearing a little bit different? And and it seems like the it factor always has that that uh, industry-leading, you know, kind of extra. You know, they, they might be setting a new style trend with the pair of jeans or the shoes or, or this shirt or something. It's, it's always, they've always got the right thing at the right time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> you know? And, and, and if, if you see somebody that has that it factor, I mean, follow them because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> it's mean, working, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the, I guess, uh, best way to do it, just, I mean, do what the winners do. I mean, you know pay attention look at people watch people and you know the ones that are kind of getting it done if your focus is on uh up and you want to be the best then uh you got to be with the best
0: you know and and i kind of relate it to going back to rodeo and 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 there was certain points that it didn't matter how hard i practice it didn't matter how often i practice i just wasn't clicking at the right time like i would either draw bad or or something would would cause an issue to where you wouldn't place or wouldn't win, and then there was other times that you just, man, you couldn't miss, you know. And, and and I think it's maybe the same way in this industry is, you know, the more time you spend on it, the more natural it is, like the the closer you get to having the the it factor, mm-hmm. you know. Have you have you ever so? Back, man, I can't even remember the years, I'm getting old. We'd went to like an amateur association finals one year and we were two or three weeks out and we were practicing and practicing. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i not gonna pat myself on the back, but I'm just using this as an example. Uh, the guys I was rodeoing with, I was like, you know what? They might beat me in round two, three and four, but they're not gonna beat me in round one. I, it, there was just something that, you know, I just knew. I had the confidence, we were practicing good and I ended up winning the first round in in your years of showing and, and taking pigs have you ever just gone to one of them shows and you know, just had that feeling you know what this is mine
1: i mean i try to feel like that at every one
0: <laughs> right i mean i get I mean, that you but. know i
1: mean i mean we, no i mean we just we just fire at them every week every time we go out i mean it don't matter what we're the smallest, one of the biggest, and we're going we're gonna to fire at them every time we're going to come in hot and early and, you know.
0: Do, do you think as a showman you can go to enough shows to kind of show yourself into that it factor? Oh, yeah, 100%. Just –
1: 100%. I mean, you have to.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, I just – uh, you, you have to. I mean, it's just the same as – I mean, everything else. I mean, you, you got to go to enough of them, get seen enough. Uh, so people know, hey, i got to beat this person and they're here. Like, oh, shit, they're here. You know, you just you, you show yourself in that spot. And, and,
0: and when you have that it factor, I found that, that a lot of times just having that confidence, you can beat a lot of people. And, and when people feel like you have that it factor, they're already beat.
1: Every time, uh, if you if you go up against someone, and you feel like, well, shit, they're gonna beat me, or that's you know, then you're then yeah, they're gonna beat you. I mean, you can't ever go in somewhere and think that they got a bigger hit factor than you, because ain't nobody got a bigger hit than me.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a bigger what?
1: <laughs> bigger it. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, it causes intimidation. I mean, the it factor just causes intimidation. I mean, it's just, I I don't know. It's hard to
0: explain. I mean, it just... And, and, and that's why I wanted to go over what is the it factor. It, it is hard to explain.
1: I mean, it's just... It's just... It's it. I mean, you know.
0: But when you see it, you know it. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. The it factor, huh? The it factor. Huh. I, I think uh, I think it's so cool to, to go to, to somewhere and just somebody catch your eye, and, and you kind of watch them for a little bit and kind of watch them throughout the day. and At the end of the day, they're hanging, you know, one of them big banners. You just... Uh-huh. They had that it factor, uh-huh. but uh, you know, just like anything else in industry, you gotta chase after it, you gotta hustle after it, and do the work and and get it done, and have the confidence.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah, that's the thing. You gotta you just gotta be confident. I mean, you gotta be confident in in yourself. You gotta be confident in your your livestock, and confident in that judge's ability to not screw up.
0: How often does that happen?
1: I mean, I, I don't guess the judge really screws <laughs> up in their mind. I mean, because it's just you're going there to get that person's, you know, thoughts, and I don't even call it opinion. I mean, an opinion is right or wrong. I guess. Uh, I guess if you're judging them, it's more of like your conviction, what you want, what you see, uh, where your priorities lie. I mean, not all of them lie in the right spot. I mean, there's a bunch of them that don't. But uh,
0: you know, that's why we show them more than once. Let, let me let me ask you your opinion on this, and uh, this is something I've kind of thought about, but but feel like uh, I'll ask you and and see what you think. If, if participant X has a really good pig, and participant A has a pretty decent pig, but they have that it factor, that, how is that? How does that kind of shake out in the end? Sometimes.
1: Mm, most of them that it factor is going to bump them over the edge.
0: I mean, if there's two that are pretty close, the the it factor just kind of most of the time yes. champions the yes. the process
1: hundred percent it it
0: you have the it factor
1: i have a big yet factor
0: (laughs) my man cole reeves oh that's kind of went over my my bullet points here judging raising Uh, animals Uh, promoting animals we we didn't touch on that one uh promoting animals is a big thing now on social media i mean uh some people have
1: snapchat tiktok facebook instagram and you promote them bitches
0: and And the it factor will get a whole lot of them sold, even if they're not the greatest in the market huh I mean having the it factor on social media uh it, it's hard to sell pigs when you have fifty folks following you, and then you know other folks have ten thousand following you
1: I agree uh I don't know I think it's that something is nowadays i mean you gotta you gotta have that little extra pizzazz and it and things like that to draw people in uh, new customers and i don't know necessarily maybe like new customers because i think a lot of the guys that uh you know the guys that win the guys that are going to do it right uh they kind of already know i mean you know they kind of know what they're going to do where they want to go i think this is the deal is drawing in the the new you know families that are looking to change or families that are you know, wanting a little something different or maybe starting off. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like just being a peacock who's got the biggest, prettiest, nicest ass feathers, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's it. I mean, sometimes it ain't, it ain't even about the pigs. It's about that warm, fuzzy feeling they get when they walk in your barn. If you can massage their crotch just right, they're going to be hooked in for life no matter if they win, lose, whatever, you know. I mean, there's some people that'll keep going back to the same people every year, and you know, but then people make them feel like family and make them feel important and they may get their ass kicked. I hell, I can have people that win and they still next year want to go find something else because they want to win more.
0: Right. But that's right.
1: just part of it.
0: Yeah, uh, it is. You know, it, it, we, we live in a in a society that – um But I'm not, I don't – I hate kiss asses
1: with a fucking passion and I'm not going to kiss anybody's ass and I'm not going to make you feel important that's what your mama's for
0: <laughs> i hope your mama's done a good job <laughs> i hope your mama's done a good job but yeah we live in a society that the uh, next flashy thing catches your attention right yeah so uh yeah that's why that's why the divorce rate's
1: so damn high tiktok and facebook tiktok facebook i guess no leading cause of divorce is marriage i guess but, uh, I mean. that's
0: that's very true that's very true leading leading hold on look there's all kind of facts on on the grand job the leading cause of divorce is marriage
1: yeah i mean i'm kind of one of people anymore i'm just not a doormat bitch go on somebody else will be around (laughs) uh i used to be no matter anymore to me
0: hey it's it's time to uh grow up and glow up right grow up glow up that's it get in the boat or take off swimming you know uh somebody's i was talking to somebody you don't go for a boat wine <laughs> no not with you <laughs> i was talking to somebody earlier this week about you know this there's been parts of this week that's been pretty shitty but uh you know there's like man you got to be careful about about burning certain bridges i'm like look i bought a gosh damn boat we're gonna burn all these bridges and we're gonna go where we want to you know what i mean it's just uh you got to figure out what you want and 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 how to get there you got to take care Take I, care of people who take I, care I, of
1: you. I try not to necessarily burn bridges, but I do pour some gasoline on them sometimes. I, I, <laughs> I'm always a match away from burning the sun of a bitch to the ground.
0: It, well, it's like Texas. It's real dry, and you got to be real careful right now.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, Cole, we, uh, we've been very fortunate uh, to be able to partner with Purple Circle Magazine. Yeah. Um, that was uh, released earlier this week, and... You know, we were very, very excited about that to get to work with Austin and, and his group over there. Uh, tell us a little bit about Purple Circle. What do you, what do you know about Purple Circle and Phyllisene? Well, uh, so, it was, I
1: guess we just started by the Kremlins, Gary Kramlitz. Like Gary Kramlitz, he kind of started I don't even know when. I just remember all through my school years, dad was an act teacher and we'd always have a damn purple shirt. Tur- Purple Circle, almost said Purple Nurple. They'd <laughs> always have a purple circle laying around. And there'd be a Showtime, the Showbox, things like that. But I guess the Purple Circle is is the I don't know. I'm not gonna say the best one, but I mean it, it's it's good. It's more geared probably towards like the pig, sheep, and goat deal. Whereas you know Showtime, Showbox, they're all geared towards uh, more towards cattle. Uh, so uh, now a, a guy that I guess I've you know I've become pretty good friends with Austin and Dylan over the last few years. Uh, So, uh, you know, Austin has got – he's a lot like my wife. He's just kind of weird and quirky and and, uh, has an odd sense of humor, but I guess that's why he and I get along. So, I mean, uh, you know, I guess they say the purple circle symbolizes the upper echelon of the show arena. So, uh, you know, his wife, Austin – Dylan there I guess they're they're due with a baby like the week before uh Melissa is. Yeah, they're very close um, to you. Though. They do all of my you know, my ads, my artwork and things like that. I'm just kinda, you know, uh, the kinda Dylan especially, uh she's the kind of person I can text say, Hey, this is what I need. Like I text her yesterday and said, uh, I need uh, Say, I need another banner. We got two sales this weekend. I need a second banner to uh, hang up. And she said, all right, I'll have you one before Thursday. So uh, that's just, you know, that's kind of why I do business with them. They're very business-minded people. Uh, Dylan's a very good photographer. Austin, uh, Oh well, he's just Austin. <laughs> he he He's kind of like Coach Prime. I mean, he's a hype man, you know. He's got that it. He's got that it factor. That it factor. That it factor. That <laughs> it factor, but it's still <laughs> hey, it factor. It's, it's got it in it,
0: yeah. right? Yeah. No, nah, we're, we're very excited to uh, partner with, with Purple Circle. When you look it up on Facebook, it's not the Purple Circle. It's just strictly Purple Circle. Um, go give them a like and follow. A lot of good educational information in the magazine. Uh, it promotes uh, quite a few individuals throughout Uh, the industry Uh, there's a lot of good information about kids in there and shows and sales and the whole nine yards Uh, we look very much forward to to the future with them Uh, I think we're going to have an ad in the October edition coming out Cole was very gracious and took some headshots this afternoon they turned out great
1: (sighs) everything I do turns out that great I have the factor.
0: Thank you to Ashlyn Summers for taking those photos. Uh, And I don't know how she did it, but Cole looks smaller than me in in the pictures. I I think because I'm on a taller chair.
1: (laughs) Ah, Just because I look better than you. (laughs) A younger (laughs) one got my beard trimmed earlier for this. Well,
0: we got to get in front of the right judges. You know, I've got a little flatter backside, bigger thighs, you know. I I got a little belly. look like one of those good gilts running across there. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, No, we we look forward to to that partnership. And uh, we're going to be doing some things on social media and and different things to get get involved with that. And uh, it's going to be really, really fun for us. Uh, If you haven't followed us on Facebook, it is the Grand Drive Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, we look forward to more TikToks in the near future, and, yeah. and they're going to be really, really good. If you haven't seen any of them, uh, go, go have fun with it. Uh, there's still quite a few more sales going, right?
1: Yeah, yeah I mean, this weekend you've got there's uh, several this weekend. So uh, Lackey's Customer Appreciation Sale Saturday, uh, the exclusive number two is Saturday as well in Stanford. Uh, the invasion is Saturday in Stephenville. Bed for the Banner is Saturday uh, evening in Perrin. So uh, you know the the exclusive and Lackey's deal are really close together, like 30 minutes. Uh, the the invasion and uh, Bed for the Banner like an hour away. So I mean, uh, those are all four gonna be really good sales. Lots of lots of good pigs sold, and and then uh, next weekend same way. I mean, just keep rocking and rolling till about the. Yeah, third week of October, and then we'll shut it down. And start getting these things ready for the spring.
0: Hey, give me some information right quick. Uh, and, and I think this will be some really good information. Uh, people that've been into it long enough now, they kind of understand, you know, some of the processes. But, but for people that they're still a year or two years into it, and, and those that are just coming into, to the pig show industry, I think sometimes if, you know, the newer people think if if I'm not first in the barn, I'm, I didn't get the best one. Is that a general misconception? Now I know, absolutely. I understand that uh, abso- first pick absolutely. is very, very important, you know, in certain scenarios. But, 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 explain that a little bit for for our listeners and what what your thoughts are. On
1: yeah, that. I mean, it's not like, I mean, I guess it's not like Ricky Bobby. It's not if you're not first, you're last kind of deal. I mean, because you got to remember when I mean, we fare these things in a sixty day span. I mean, not everybody, you know, not everybody. I guess is going to put all their best sales in the same basket. You know, I mean, we've got. You know some of our later litters are some really good gilts that we showed this past season, so i mean i don't I don't know think you know like um the Poland gilt we won with last year she was later on in the season uh had a Burt gilt that wins a class at I and mean, she wins Fort Worth wins a class at every other major i mean she mm-hmm. was she was later in the season i mean she wasn't a part of that first big group i mean. Just just because they're not in the first big group and ready in August, you know, middle of August doesn't mean that you know the best ones not still out there somewhere. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, because I know a lot of people had their barns full. You know, what is it uh, right before the end of August? Yeah, and, I mean,
1: and, and and that's yeah. There's a lot of people that did that, but I mean, and and that's
0: okay. But
1: with crossbreds, you might need to have done that. But purebred, there's still a lot of good ones out there.
0: But two weeks ago, they're selling pigs seventy, eighty thousand dollars still. You know, oh, they will still
1: sell that this weekend, next <laughs> weekend. I mean, that ain't. I mean, that that ain't going to slow up any.
0: You know, when when somebody that has a name in the industry and they're known for having good stock, they're they're not going to bring leftovers to a sale. They're going to bring their best every time they go uh-huh. go and put them in front of public. Right. Yes. So if you don't have your barns full, don't don't panic. Don't there's still panic. Some, there's still some pigs out there with that it factor you know just yeah. be patient look for them and and make sure you get the right one
1: yeah i mean there's don't no need to panic on that so ready for some questions give them to us uh so i've got a question here that uh was texted in from uh megan it said uh you know this is a question I have for the podcast, not necessarily for me but for other people uh what is the best breed to get into as a beginner uh
0: the winning breed
1: that's so difficult man I, it's hard I would always suggest something with the up ears um it just seems to me they're gonna be a little easier to gonna be a little easier to drive but I mean it pretty much limits yourself to Burke. you know burks Amps, Yorks, crosses. Mm-hmm. So uh, then you know, like in the bear deal, the Berk's are big, the Yorks are big. I mean, they're all big in the bear deal, you know. So I guess just do. Do you want to do something you think is easy? And I always tell people, don't, don't get something necessarily that's easy, or you think it's gonna be an easy breed because. Like, I mean, one of the smaller breeds at San Antonio at the Guilt Show is, is to me, probably the toughest breed. I mean, like the Polands are tough. I mean, there's two classes. They give four banners. Uh, and there's four or five people that want it to be a dog fight, knife fight every year to try to win that thing. So, I mean, that deal is going to be very tough on the top end, whereas some of them other breeds that may have a few more uh, classes, you know, give more people opportunities to to win. So, I mean, don't just say, hey, I... Uh, you know, I saw the Polands land two classes, and they were a little smaller. Let's get a Poland And I, I actually uh, sometimes so, sometimes I discourage people from getting a Poland because hey, there's two classes, and uh, I know there's going to be probably ten or twelve very elite animals there. So uh, let's let's try something else.
0: You know, and I think it might be the same way with the Herders this year. You know, we, we were kind of joking about. <clears throat> the herford group coming into san antonio but I, but i think that's going to be a dog fight
1: yeah i mean but you know at the same time any animals okay if you work with them right and know how to do it i mean there's there's some uh i guess not necessarily breeds but there's some lines of animals that are just kind of idiots and harder to work with uh, mm-hmm. you know within a particular breed but
0: and it's best to give somebody I like,
1: if you got patience and know how or you have somebody that has the know-how or patience that can help you i don't think any breed is necessarily any harder or easier to you know maybe get broke or anything like that
0: yeah what else you got that's it yeah you're the question guy me that's the only one i have i got all kind of questions
1: you got all kind of questions
0: (laughs) cool uh good run this week uh, we are very much looking forward to the cooler tips.
1: Oh, yeah, it's been nice. Hope, uh,
0: it, hope it don't ruin the barns, get everything sick. But Yeah, it
1: probably will. I mean, normally it does, but it would be all right. We'll, we'll, we'll get
0: over it. Willing to take that chance to get a little bit cooler weather. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and you are back in town, uh, back at the house filming this. So try to maybe this weekend grab maybe one
1: of these breeders from up north <laughs> and talk to them at one of these sales that are here local, see if we can't get an extra podcast, get a couple of them put out next week to – make up for the week we didn't put one out uh and i, I do like to have special guests from time to time uh, mainly because you know we can i can kind of ask them a bunch of questions and talk about them a little bit and and you know there's probably i'm assuming a lot of people listening that don't know you know about some of these different breeders or different types of feeds or sales or things like that that that, that would like to hear that so I'm hoping I can get with a couple of buddies this weekend you know Thursday or maybe Friday night and sit down and have us a little
0: podcast session with them absolutely hey, and talking about listeners, we are very very near probably before this gets released we're gonna have our we're gonna go over ten thousand listens great would you ever imagine that i
1: I didn't know what to imagine honestly <laughs> i don't i never would imagine i i don't know i mean I don't know if you're ten thousand ten million I don't know. Uh, but you know what?
0: And, and let me tell you this, this is, this is crazy. I looked at this the other day. Uh, let me get to it. Let me get to it. Let's see. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different countries now. 10 have listened, different countries. that are listen to at least 60 seconds of the grand drive podcast?
1: <laughs> at least 60 seconds. Now that's good because, I mean, honestly, I don't talk before 60 seconds, so maybe my voice
0: is what's <laughs> repulsing them and turning them off. Hey, we've been to Israel, Republic of Lithuania, Albania, Serbia. I don't know if they show pigs or eat pigs. I don't know. I just appreciate them. Most one. of
1: those countries don't eat pigs, show pigs, <laughs> look at pigs.
0: I Nothing. don't want anything to do with a pig. Nope. <laughs> well, Cole, I appreciate your time this week, man. I hope you all have a I good week. I think those are also robots trying to hack into your bank account, so. You might watch that. They're going to be very upset. Yeah. They're going to be very upset. They're going to understand that the grand job Somebody
1: hack into my account and give me a couple thousand, you poor (laughs) bastard.
0: The only thing they're going to get is bills. Yep. Cole, uh, good week this week. Hope everything goes well. Uh, Y'all have got a sale you're going to. Is that correct?
1: Yes, we'll have a couple. A few at the Invasion and a few at Red for the Banner as well.
0: Well, good luck with that, and I hope everybody enjoys the cool weather. That has been... The Grand Drive Podcast, now presented by Purple Circle Magazine. Go check them out, and y'all have a good weekend. Adios. See y'all.